crispy, crispy tenders. Oh, where are you? You think the fraternity brothers of Alpha No Beta would be more mature than to jokingly misplace another one of the students' pets? In the school catacombs, no less. I suppose Jack really was the most responsible of the bunch, surprisingly enough. Man, I miss him. Rest in peace. He's not dead. I just hope he's sleeping well. Hmm, that sounds ominous. Uh, he deserves a good night's rest. That's not quite it either. I kind of dug myself into a hole here, but I just hope he's resting well enough for the both of us, because Cthulhu knows I'm not getting any sleep till I find this kid's bird. But you know, it's not half bad. In fact, I'm in a pretty good mood. I did have to rush from the sub-level to the auditorium to hear the announcements for the film festival winners, and back down to the sub-levels again for this impromptu rescue, which was quite the workout. But I'm happy to proclaim my short film and Garlac members were awarded this year's best costumes. <sighs> Big success for Gorilla Cinema. Each winner was awarded an elixir of their choosing, so I am sure you can guess what I got. I haven't done it in a while, but I'm super excited to just go home, relax, and astral project a little to finish out what has been a very long day. You ever walk so long in the dark you kind of forget what it looks like to see? Sometimes, uh, when I'm deep in the trenches of darkness, I'll make up a little story to remind myself what sunlight is. Once upon a time, there was a beautiful forest full of magnificent creatures. People would travel from far and wide to view such brilliance, and the animals were always happy to find more friends. But this story isn't about the animals in the forest, nor is it about the people. It's about the forest itself. Deep below the canopies of the trees and lower still below the rushing brooks and lush green ferns sat a tiny seed. This seed lay beneath the earth in the warmth and the dark that accompanied it. The little seed, perhaps the smallest seed of all, was relatively content with its life. There was no lack of sustenance and the worms were humorous and sociable neighbors. All was well, thought the seed. Though it did wonder what all the commotion was upstairs, as the babble of the brook and the sway of the leaves could often be heard just below the more cacophonous breach of caws and huffs and yowls of the magnificent beasts above. The seed, content as it was, felt a yearning deep in the pit of its soul, a yearning to see and hear the atmosphere of the forest for itself. So the seed did what all seeds do and popped its little stalks out to glimpse firsthand what all the fuss was about. The seed became a sprout, and from where it had shot up, the beginnings of tiny little leaves began to form. It dug mightily into the earth, as best as the smallest of seeds can, and reached its roots for a proper hold as it stretched towards the sky. The glimmer of light between the parted branches sprayed across the ground like stardust, and when a faint breeze blew the little sprout, oh, hang on, I gotta get this latch open. should be pretty close now. You know, you may be thinking, Miss Snake, lovely prose. Why, thank you. But I have a question. Shoot. What does this have to do with walking through a big old tomb to find some immortal chicken? 
Well, dear listener, you are quite keen. (laughs) I do have my reasons, and a rather large one being that firebirds are avid listeners and thoroughly enjoy a good story. That and I wanted crispy tenders to know I was coming in some form or fashion. Firebirds are a bit more aloof than your typical phoenix. Imagine, um, an antisocial horse in a constant state of panic, but with the power to throw a fireball the size of those spherical bollards outside Target grocery stores. Oh, that's lovely. We've reached the part of the catacombs where everyone just decided the floor was fair game for dumping bones. I smell a bit of pewter too, which means crispy must be close. We'll have to be a bit more careful from here on out so I don't spook them. Firebirds are much more majestic than I'm making them sound, but there's quite a slim amount of knowledge on firebird handling, so people usually take them in as exotic pets without realizing what a great endeavor it is to actually keep them. Like a particular student, I might know. But, um, no matter. Ah, rats. Well, if he couldn't hear me before, he can totally hear me now. I see a faint glow down the hall, too, so Crispy must be right around the corner. The glimmer of light between parted branches sprayed across the ground like stardust, and when a faint breeze blew, the little sprout felt the welcoming breath of sunlight dance across its limbs. The sun! So heavenly! It's working! More than the creatures the sprout had heard stomping above, more than its curiosity could have ever postulated, The sprout found the gentle rays a balm to the aching it felt only moments ago. Whoop! Oh, hi there, crispy tenders. (laughs) I am here to take you back home. Hmm, that's right. Just stay right there. That worked a lot better than I thought it would. Mike fell off again. Well, there goes my chance to plug in Chili's and Talent Time. Don't worry. I got this, guys. I'm just gonna slowly disconnect the cord and keep going. See you next time. Good tendy. Mm-hmm. Nice tendy, yeah. We're, we're just gonna go this way. We're gonna walk real slow.